Welcome to Victory Christian Center's audio podcast. We hope this message encourages you, and we look forward to connecting with you on social media or FCCFMD.com. When you get here, you just feel the presence of the Lord, and it, it becomes so real. And I knew that I had a call in my life, but I just didn't think it was for me or anything at the right time in the right place. It gave me assurance that I that God had truly called me into ministry. I really truly did have a call in my life. Just to come here and feel God's presence for myself, it just all became so real to me. Join us for Campus Days, November 11th through the 13th. Sign up today at www.kpci.org. All right, well, at least you get to see a little bit of the campus there. Um, we're going to introduce our team to you, so I'm going to let them pass the microphone around and tell you their name, uh, where they're from, and what year they are in, in school, and what it is that they're studying. Hello. Uh, my name is Ethan Ajo. I'm from Westminster, Massachusetts, which is, it's like around every big city in Mass, so Gardner and Leominster and all that, but no one knows where it is. It's like right on the highway, but you can't even see it on the map for like, I don't know how many it's, it's there though. And um, this is my fourth year of Bible college, so I'm a senior now, and I'm a pastoral theology minor, so we'll see where that goes. <laughs> Uh, my name is Aaron Hayman. Uh, I am the only maniac in the group here. Um, and I am a sophomore at the school. Uh, I'm actually a mid-year student, so about a month and a half I'm going to be a junior. And I am uh, also a pastoral theology uh, uh, minor, but also I have double minored into uh, children's ministry and education. Uh, my name is Eli. Hello, guys. It's nice to see you guys. But um, I'm actually from Dayton, Ohio. And this is my first year at Faith Bible College International, and I believe I will go for pastoral theology. Amen. Give our guys a warm welcome. All right, they're going to make their way back to their seats, and we're going to um, bring Aaron up. He's going to be bringing the word for you this morning, so make him feel welcome as he prepares to share the word. Hopefully it doesn't bother anyone if I'm just a little off-center here. I'm more used to being behind something than orbiting around it up to the side. So good morning. I am very happy to be here. I'm very happy to be here because I know that God placed a call in my life. And I kind of have to practice that. <laughs> so... As I was getting everything ready, uh, this entire week has been kind of crazy. Uh, the assignments have been, uh, we'll, say, we'll call them hectic. Uh, the professors really wanted to make sure that over the next 10 days, we didn't forget that we were Bible college students. <laughs> so I have almost everything done. Uh, I had some, I have like two days shy on one of my homework things. So if, uh, uh, Brother Rondo, if you're, uh, if you're seeing this, uh, I'll, I'll probably have it for you tonight. It'll probably be that way. <clears throat> Now, uh, one of the things that was happening because of all that was uh, I was just getting a little burned out and I decided to go for a walk. It was Thursday afternoon and I thought, maybe, since I don't know what's going to happen, they're going to ask me to preach. Uh, which, it didn't happen. The pastor actually wasn't expecting me to preach anywhere. 
She expected somebody to preach, but uh, it ended up being me. Um, so let's go ahead and turn in our Bibles, if you will, to the book of Matthew, which is the first of the Gospels, first book in the New Testament. And we're going to be going to chapter 6, verses 19 through 21. I'm going to be reading out of the King James Version, because that's the Bible I brought with me. And it says, Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we love you, Lord. We thank you, Father, for all that you've done. We thank you, Father God, for bringing us here. You brought us here safely, Father God. And we ask of you, Father God, that you would help now, Lord, me to speak the word that you have given, Father God. And I ask, Father God, that you would give all of us, Lord, ears to hear, myself included, Lord God, what you would say to your people, Lord. For I know, Father God, that your word, Lord, is alive. Yes. Lord, you speak, Lord God, as we read and as we hear, Father God, we ask that you would just help us, Lord, not only to hear the word, but to apply it to our lives, Lord. For we ask this in that name that is above every name. Amen. Amen. So, one of the things we're going to be talking about today is making treasures. Now, for a treasure to be part of that kingdom, it has to be built from a specific kind of thing. It has to be built from something that comes from that kingdom. Because God's kingdom is an eternal kingdom. And his throne is an eternal throne. And the things that we have on this earth, they are just not capable of withstanding it. And all the things that God has spoken through his people, the people that were inspired by the Holy Spirit, and they, they gave it to us in this uh, the book that we hold dear, all of that is tried and it's true. It's eternal just like God is. It says in the word that heaven and earth will pass away before even the slightest mark in this word is going to pass. See, the material that God gave us is rich. It's expensive. It's, it's precious. But it's humanity that messes it up. Do we have anyone in the house that is a collector of anything? You have a collection? Yes, <laughs> What is that collection? Everything. Everything. <laughs> and some. We love you, Dave. I have a collection, and that collection. Well, someone might think I'm a hoarder now. Uh, my collection is I collect memories. And what I mean by that is every time that I go somewhere with my friends or some kind of event happens in my life, I find something that is associated with it, and I keep it. So you can look on my shelves, and you can find uh, there would be there's handkerchiefs, there's, there's a lighter, there's uh, figurines, there's rocks and shells and bottles. <coughs> And you'd be right and say that it's junk. But I love the junk. Amen. See? <laughs> Let me give you an example. When my brother died, 
my friend Amy, my oldest friend, she came and saw me. And she came only there just to comfort me. And she thought, you know, Aaron really likes strawberry soda. So she went and she got to the store and she got some specialty soda. She came and we sat and we talked and we drank it. And when she left, I took those bottles and I put them on the shelf. Every time I look at them, I remember what Amy did for me. And it means the world to me. But when I'm dead, and the memory of that event has transpired, it's lost to history. You know what those bottles are going to be worth? Five cent deposit. In that same way, when we do things for God's kingdom, but we taint them with ourselves, when we do them for our glory, we put our hand out what rightfully belongs to God. We no longer have something that's fit for the kingdom. See, we got what we wanted there, that memory of it. We got what we wanted. It's no different than the scribes and the Pharisees going and blowing trumpets before uh, putting their, their tithe into the offering. It's not eternal. It doesn't last. See, when you're dealing with something as precious as the pure gold of heaven, and we add ourselves to it, it immediately degrades in value. If you're familiar with jewelry, you understand that gold isn't just measured by its weight, but it's measured by its purity. They call it carats. When you have 24 karat gold, that's pure gold. There's nothing added to it. But when you have 18 karat gold, that means a quarter of that item, that grain. That's something else. We can't add ourselves into the mix. We can't expect that to have some kind of a lasting value. And it's not going to help other people beyond the note. What Jesus has done for us. You know, we can be used in those kinds of things. But it's not going to be counted for us. If we look in Matthew chapter 7, verses 22 through 23, it says, Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have you not prophesied in your name? And in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works. And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you that work iniquity. What a horrifying thing to hear. That everything that you have done is in vain, because you did it not for God, but for yourself. So your treasures, again, they can't be made for us. Uh, made, they're made by us, but they're not made for us. And anything that we're going to have is going to come from a relationship with God. See, God, as we were talking about, He's good, and He's our Father. And I don't know what kind of relationship any of you all have with your fathers, because I don't know you from Adam. But you can rely on the goodness of God. Amen. That relationship is what sustains us. You know, if we try to go on our own, it's going to be no different than when you have your car and you don't get it maintained. Eventually, it's going to start to become misaligned. And when it becomes misaligned, you're not going to be in the will of God. And if you're not in the will of God, then you're not going to be used for His purpose. 
say it uh, the way that you don't want it. If we look in John chapter 15, verses 1 through 5, this is one of my pastor's favorite scriptures. I am the true vine, and my father the husbandman. And every branch of me that beareth not fruit, that he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it, that it may bear forth more fruit. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. And the branch, uh, for the, the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. See, when we spend time with our Father, we start to take on aspects of our Father. Just like your earthly Father. Whether it was good or whether it was bad, the more you are around him, the more you're going to take on his qualities. And the qualities of God, they're listed like the fruit of the Spirit. We have love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, mercy, meekness, temperance. Against such, there is no law. Or we look at Ephesians 2.10. We are his workship, created in Christ Jesus on the good works which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. We can't be in the right place to find those good works if we're not at our Savior's side. I'm very happy to be able to have a part in this ministry that's going to be taking place. And the church that goes and it reaches out into his community is a church that loves God and wants to share God. These are eternal works. My mother always taught me that you can tell someone you love them, or you can show them that you love them. But there is a rather large difference coming ahead. You see, most people think that treasures, that's the end all and be all of it, but there's something that's beyond the treasure. You see, when we keep our treasures to ourselves, we can admire them on the shelf, just like I do with my friend Amy's bottles. But something else happens when you pass it on to somebody. See, your treasure becomes an heirloom. What good is keeping that treasure to yourself? Now, remember the parable that Jesus spoke about the talents. A ruler was leaving his country, and he had some servants. He gave them one ten talents of gold, another five, and another one, according to what he thought they were, they were capable of doing. And when he came back, expecting that they would have used what was given to them in order to increase, the one with ten came and had another ten. The one with five came and he had another five. And this was good. But God help us. We are like that one servant. We took what God gave him, and he hid it away. It was meant for everyone around him, not just in the unbelievers, but in the monks, the believers too. But selfishly, he kept it. He was taken away, where there was weeping and gnashing of teeth. When we have a treasure, 
we give, it is meant to be passed on, not just to us, but to our family. See, we've been taught to good, good works, to produce good fruit, and to teach the next generation of believers. That is the next step. So let me just read you a couple more scriptures. 1 Peter 4, 10 through, excuse me, 8 through 11. And above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves, for charity shall cover the multitude of sins. Use hospitality one for another without grudging. And every man hath, as every man hath received the gift, even so minister the same one to another, as good, uh, good stewards of the manifold grace of God. And if any man speak, let him speak of the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do it as of the ability that God giveth, that God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom he prays and dominion forever and ever. And then in 1 Peter 5, 1-4, The elders which are among you, I exhort, who am also an elder, and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. Feed the flock of God which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly, not for filthy lucre, but of a ready mind, neither as being lords of God's heritage, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd shall appear, you shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. I know myself that there was quite a long time where I didn't do anything. I didn't want to give because I was afraid. The Lord has been helping me. And I have never been so alive as I have now. I understand that this wasn't done. Man, I skipped a whole lot of stuff trying to get through this. I wish I had, had more time to, to prepare. But I know that this is the message that God laid on my heart. It's so easy to stay walled up in the church and expect that people will come here because this is where people come to meet God. And some do. But as Pastor Ashley was talking about when they first uh, she first got here, people came to her and said, we didn't even know that the church was open. How can they know if we don't go and tell them? How can they know if we don't show Christ through us? Are we adding to the glory of God by our actions, or are we taking away by showing them a Christian that is uncaring, uncharitable, uninterested in everyone around them? The good thing about it all is that God expects us to do it. That means he's given us the means to do it. God never asks of us anything that we're not capable of. And if we're not capable of it in and of ourselves, he is there to make up our lack. Because his strength is shown to be perfect in our weakness, isn't it? The only thing I have for you now is just ask that you close your eyes and think for a few moments. 
Take inventory of yourselves. Is what I'm doing glorifying God? Or does it glorify myself? Am I reaching out to people to give them heirlooms? Or am I hoarding treasure? There is nothing that I have found in this life so far to be as powerful as sharing Jesus. And I can tell you that I am not in and of myself equipped to do so. But he's the one who comes forward. And he helps me. He takes me by the hand and leads me. He takes me to a place that I couldn't get to by myself. We never could. So you don't understand that salvation, you're justified in a moment. But it's an ongoing process. See, he keeps me. And he helps me. He delivers me from every trouble. All that he might be glorified in. And it is a privilege to be used as such. That in the life that it could show the glory of God,
like the body is always supposed to be serving each other.
Christian Center's audio podcast. We look forward to connecting with you on our social media or at FCCFMD.com.